¿Qué es lo que hay, mi gente? Welcome to Let's Hablar Podcast, brought to you by Hablemos Productions. Vamos a hablar. Welcome, everyone, to Let's Hablar Podcast. I am Maya Ladies, and we're joined today by a very special guest, a friend of mine, Josh from Gorb Show. How are you doing? Hi. Hi, Josh. Yeah, hi, Josh. <laughs> nice, to, uh, nice to be on your show. Thank you so much. Happy to be here. Big fan. Uh, yeah, I'm from Gorb Show, which is under the the sad fan. It's all one word. You can find us on YouTube. There's a link tree. Blah blah blah. My show is Gorp though, and that's where we kind of just talk about topics a lot, like you guys. But we have a dumb gimmick that we barely use. We <laughs> just a grab bag of topics, but yeah, that's about it. We just goof around. It's definitely fun. I've been a guest on your show a few times. I really, really do enjoy when I get to go. It's it's different. It's a lot different. And you add a whole whole another element to the show. And I really mm-hmm. dig your personality. Thank you. Um and then of course we have Clara. Clara. Hi guys. I don't have anything special to say about myself. I just have four kids. And she's been married for like almost like pretty much almost my whole life. So over 20 something years, 24 Um, years. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's definitely different. We're going to be talking about breakups. Can you be friends with your ex and what is a healthy breakup? Kai couldn't be with us today, but we all know her stance since part one. She said that she does think you could be friends with some of your exes, not all of them. At least you could be cordial. Now, mine is a no. I don't think that you can be friends if it's a certain type of relationship. If it's one, there was never any physical intimacy, anything along those lines. Yeah, sure. You can probably be Facebook friends or social media friends. Mm. But other than that, I don't know. What's your opinion, Josh? Uh, I, I'm, I say the same. Uh, sometimes. Depends on the situation. Depends on the person. Mostly, I'm a bridge burner. Uh, if we were in a relationship that was for real, or at least I thought it was for yeah. real, and maybe um, maybe someone got hurt, or it's just for some reason it's an angry breakup. It's not very often I have mutual breakups, but um, uh, in those cases, usually I'm probably never going to talk to you again. You're blocked. You're out. Like we're done. If we have the same friends, that's okay. If I see you, that's okay. But like I, we're it's done. not like you're going to keep that relationship with that person. You'll see each other when you see each other, no. but yeah. there'll be zero cultivation. Like, right. We're, I'm not going to be over there anymore. I'm going to be over here. I'm doing something else. And that's, it's like, I, I'm, I move a lot. So I, that has been the reason why I've broken up with some people. And that's just been mm-hmm. like, okay, well, we're not doing long distance. I've done long distance too many times for it to be, any there's there's zero chance in my opinion that long distance works so i just cut it short um those it's come and gone maybe we are still friends maybe not maybe it's just like whatever i only have like two or three actual friends actual ex-girlfriend friends though and that Mm -hmm. was situations where either i moved or the relationship didn't get to that chapter of really, really serious yet. It was just kind of yeah. like not sure if it's just yeah. for one reason or another, it just kind of fizzled or whatever. Um, okay. That's very unique to the situation, though. You know what I mean? So you always got to leave yeah. that chance open for 
maybe we can still be friends, but I say probably <laughs> not, dude. Like, I give – the main thing is that I usually, when I'm in a relationship, I give, like, all my power towards building that relationship. And, you know, Once I, it's I can't done, do it's that like done. to the next – yeah, yeah, I can't, I can't give my next girlfriend all that attention and focus and power, and then still like talk to you. I'm not talking to you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. there's boundaries. You know, there is boundaries, and yeah. some of us don't know. I, my perspective is that I'm very. I agree with the both of you to to an extent when it comes to either having that seriousness in the relationship, and or if if, if it was physically intimate, not just because intimacy comes in many ways, you know, but when a relationship, I think ends without our ego being involved, I think we can be friends. Um, if you do end the relationship on good terms, Hey, you know what? Either we fell out of love or like in your case, a lot of it was long distance relationships. If neither one of us can put in a hundred percent or, or we're not going to be, patient with each other and wait to see each other. You know, I feel that that has a lot to do with the fact that people cannot be friends because we allow our emotions and our ego to kind of take over and be like, no, I just don't want to have nothing to do with this person because this person did mean so much to me. Not only was like my best friend, but was so many other things to me that I don't think I can have them in my life anymore, especially if there is another person in my life now that, like you said, I have to give a hundred percent to, you know? Mm -hmm. That too, you know? Right. That last part is, uh, yeah, because like they were the caregiver or they're the one I talked to this, talked to uh, this person about specific this one topic and they, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. Fill roles in your life yeah, that yeah. they no longer have. So where's that relationship supposed to go? Yeah. Not too yeah. Sure. yeah. Yeah. That's why for me, it's it's really, really hard to even. Because there's my first boyfriend, I guess he would be like the first real relationship that I had was for like a year and a half. And when we have an uncle who passed away, we knew he was sick. We knew that eventually it would happen, but we just didn't know when. And it was kind of like all within a couple of days. He was there for me. So like that was the person that I needed at that time. And he was there to be able to kind of like check on me. Are you okay? I know that this just happened and whatever time went through. We broke up. I couldn't delete his family from my Facebook because I mm. felt like that would be wrong. I developed a relationship with his family. They were all super supportive and there for me in a time when I needed someone. Mm. And so I kept everybody. I kept him, his family. There's no issues. When his grandmother passed away, I reached out and I've, we've just been that support system for each other in a very respectful way. Like, mm. are you okay? Do you need to talk about it? That's, That's it. Good. But there was never any physical intimacy between him and I other than just like the basic kissing. It was very sweet and innocent because I was really, really young during that time. Um, but he's always had new relationships reach out to me. They'll message me on Facebook, Snapchat, wherever, yeah. and try to be like, you know, you need to delete his family. I don't appreciate you still having him as a friend on social media. And I'm like, I this is the drama that I don't need. So, and I've even told him, you can delete me if you want, 
you can tell your family, they can delete me, they can unfollow me, whatever the case is, if it's easier for you. Because yeah. for me, I don't feel like I have to because your family is so sweet. They send me happy birthdays every year. They yeah. send me Merry Christmas, Happy Thanksgiving. They're just super nice people. This last time, I I did say I'm going to unfollow you from the main social yeah. media platform that he has. So I deleted him because I couldn't deal with the new relationship that mm -hmm. he has. She's having his child. I'm not right. going to deal with that. So I'm like, mm, out of sight, out of mind. But I do think that when you start a new relationship, if you allow some people into your life, it doesn't really allow you to focus on your new partner. And there's also that I can get where the people get upset, you know, like we've been in a relationship. Now you have her as your friend still. Is there still something there? And right. it can cause that doubt. So I'm like, yeah. eh, I, don't, I don't think I want to be your friend. <laughs> I'm good. Yeah. Like, so many, we're okay. So many people, um, so many people, I don't know how you guys feel, but they believe that male-female relationships are, they're just sexual and there's no way you can just be friends with someone. I, yeah. I think it's just, just the craziest statement. Yeah. And you know, my husband is one of those who truly you know, believes that one of those who truly believe females and males cannot be friends because in his state of mind, all a man wants is to get in a woman's pants. And it's like I tell him, okay, that's your, that is your state of mind. That's your thought process or maybe how the majority of men think. At least for me, most women that I know, and in, for my own personal opinion, we don't go into relationships thinking, oh, I'm going to sleep with that guy. I'm not saying there's not women who think that way because maybe there is. You know, there's, it comes in, in every shape and form. Um, women can be like, oh, I just, I want to get to him or whatever. But in reality, I feel that men stance with, oh, you can't be friends with the female or this whole female-male friendships is bad because, or it's not good, or it could never exist because it's always going to turn sexual. And I can attest to that and be like, no, for me, I have friends that I still talk to from high school, junior high, and it has nothing to do. We've never, if it was in their mind, they never made it known to me. Like they never touched me inappropriately. They never made stupid comments or so, you know, is it possible? Yeah, that that's all they want. But but I also feel that you can have a healthy relationship uh, within a female and a male, whether they were exes or not. Going back to our initial, you know, if it was egocentric or if there was a lot of emotion involved, I think that's where you cannot be friends with them because then it's going to set that expectation and that doubt and from the new partner well why are you still talking to them why are they part of your family if you and this right. person ended it so yeah tricky mm -hmm. a great area mm -hmm. yeah like majority of my friends in high school were boys like majority mm -hmm. of them were yeah, male <laughs> didn't really right but i love sports and i've been in sports my whole life so for me like it was something that i could relate to when it came to a lot of my guy friends a lot of my girlfriends were more so like let's go to the mall and I'm like I don't really like shopping <laughs> I was not that type of teenager Walk around. Yeah. I liked going to the movies I liked to play sports that was my thing and so I think I gravitated more towards that but I've had a couple of friends who in high school I thought we were just friends 
And they kept flirting with me. I would never catch it until like way later. I'm like, no, we're we're friends. We're, we're yeah. friends. And it's just stayed that way. And even some of them I do talk to now, but it's never been disrespectful. Mm-hmm. Just in some of the relationships that I've had, that particular one that I felt like was the most innocent one was the one that I thought I could have for potentially pretty much all my life if I needed a support mm-hmm. system and yeah. I realized it was wrong. Oh. Um, I was like, nah, I, we can't out of respect <laughs> for everybody's family. Like we cannot be friends. We can't even friends. though there was no. And I, we have a saying in Spanish, donde hubo fuego, cenizas quedan, which mm-hmm. is like where there was fire, ashes remain. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like, and even our grandma, our grandma is one of those people who does not think that you can be friends with somebody of the opposite sex. Mm-hmm. And she does not think that you can be friends with your ex. She's mm-hmm. very much like close the door and throw away the key. Do not. Yeah. Like John said, he burns bridges. That, like, <laughs> realm. Yeah. 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 He, <laughs> he burns bridges. But my grandma's more so I'm going to lose the key to the door forever. Yeah. It's just going to be missing. I don't know but how many that- doors she has. <laughs> I would say though that uh that uh statement is attached very much or most often to a very traditional uh philosophy on romance mm-hmm. and uh relationships in general. Yeah. And it, you know, there's people out yeah. there that are yeah. casually hooking up and they are roommates with their exes and they live yeah. in New York and have seven boyfriends and girlfriends and people just come and go and <laughs> You know, see, they don't care about any of that. Like, as long as it's not a toxic relationship, we're all friends, you know? Mm-hmm. So the, that's, the, that's the exact opposite. Your grandma and then these, these heathens yeah. over here in New York. <laughs> and but then see, there's a gray area in between. So Yeah, and I feel that because they probably weren't so emotionally attached. I mean, it was probably just like a friendship, and then they did love each other. Mm-hmm. But I don't think when, when you can go through all of that and just have another relationship and be roommates, to me, that, that would be hard because, mm-hmm. you know, if there was emotion, because to me, I think what yeah. holds on to a relationship is your emotion. Like you're there for each other yeah. through thick and thin, regardless of the length of a relationship, whatever you give and bring into that relationship, I feel that, you know, especially emotions involved makes it harder to detach. Um, for sure. It's just crazy to me because honestly, again, I do truly believe that you can be friends with an ex. However, if it was a relationship that was so emotionally invested and you gave so much for that person, whether it be even a career, an education, hey, you do you first and we'll do this, and then it just goes south, I feel like that would be hard to maintain a friendship because it's like, you know, how can we even be friends if when we were friends to begin with and then during the relationship it all fell apart, the emotions are just to me, it's more of the emotional attachment versus being physical right. with somebody. I, I don't know if that makes any sense. But yeah. You can have well, I'm in the sex, same boat you know? as you. Yeah. Mostly I'm in the same boat as you. Your intentions going in are it's going to affect what comes out. And most of the time when I'm dating someone, I'm really choosy with who I date. Mm-hmm. And like I said before, I kind of go all in. And usually it's like we're going to find out whether or not we're going to stay together. That's my goal figure yeah. out whether or not we're going to stay together for the whole ride. And 
a lot of folks don't hook up that way. They just hook up or they go on a few mm-hmm. dates and it's a lot more casual. There's no intent. Yeah. No, I'm like, I'm not saying like, I'm going to do the wife questionnaire with you on date three, but like, I'm still, I'm always just moving towards that goal of that long term, you know, yeah. the, the lasting relationship. Yeah. yeah. So when we're doing yeah. that and then we break up for me, it's like, okay, well that didn't work. My life is going to go a whole different direction now. And you don't fit there. Like you're not, you can't ride this train anymore. And that's a stupid way to say it. Yeah. But <laughs> yes. Well, it's true. They say, oh, the train. No, no, I get it. Yeah. What was the no, longest? Um, no, I was going to ask you, Maya, like, no, do you feel that you, like, since you said earlier, because there is some type of uh, physical intimacy, it would be harder to let go of a person or to actually um, hold on to them. You know, like instead of like you had said earlier with your first relationship, you, you still remain friends with his family and he still followed and you followed, but you guys didn't really have a relationship just like with his family. Do you honest, do you feel that, if it would have been more of a physical and intimate in that sense of a relationship, it would have been easier for you to let go when the relationship ended, like let go of the family and of him or harder. Um, I think it, if it had been physical to that, to that level where we're pretty much mm-hmm. letting each other in fully like it would have been harder to let go of his family and of him because that at that point you know me know me like you don't just mm-hmm. know my interests my dislikes you know me know me on a deeper level you and i would feel <laughs> yeah. yeah i would feel more difficult being like you know i can't i can't see your your next person with your family that would hurt because in my mind, that's where I would want to be. But yeah. since there was that, none of that, it's more like we and we were friends before, right? We started out as yeah, friends. That's usually so how his family it already kind of knew me, you know? So it's like, mm-hmm. all right, cool. We can be friends. But even when, so I saw a movie on Prime called Xmas. It's EX forward oh. slash math where they were engaged mm-hmm. and she broke up the engagement, but she didn't want to leave his family. Like she loved his family. And when he says, I can't go home for Christmas because of a work thing, his family invites her to Christmas Hmm. in their like neck of the woods at their home. He goes Hmm. home to surprise his family and and his ex fiance is there. I'm like, "Mm, no, no, see, that's no. when me as a person, I got to step away from your family. Like, I may yeah. love your family, but I broke up the engagement with you. I can't go to have Christmas at yeah, your family's yeah. house. That's just not appropriate. So mm-hmm. it's one of those things where I'm like, nah, there's levels. If you were never, like, physically intimate with somebody, yeah, sure, maybe you can be social media friends to a certain extent. But if there's ever a boundary that's crossed or someone feels disrespected, then that's when you kind of have to, like, close that door. Mm-hmm. But if it was not, nah, we knew each other on a much deeper level. I can't be friends with you. And I'm probably going to have <laughs> yeah. to say goodbye and to your I family. And I feel that when there's children involved, it's different. 
I feel that when children are involved and you break up, we're always going to be part of that person's life for the rest of our days because we share children in common. But I've seen and heard and stories where the woman, the ex-wife or ex-whatever who has children with this person will still show up to birthday parties or whatnot because the sisters or the mother-in-law invited this person and then the husband's now or ex-husband's now with somebody else and that person's there. I honestly think it's wrong. Go drop off your babies or let them celebrate them and go say hi if you want to or have them come say hi. But for you to stay there and be a part of those celebrations, you are no longer, your kids are part of that family. You are not. Do you know what I mean? I feel that a lot of people try to fill a spot in people's lives that no longer belongs to them. So I also feel that it's wrong of our families to continue to have or try to have some type of relationship with our exes if we're not going to be there. Oh, yeah, come over or have dinner or we're celebrating the baby's birthday, but, you know, so-and-so's not going to be here. Just come. I find that very disturbing (laughs) because let's just say my husband and I do ever separate. We have four boys, you know, that we share. And so will it hurt me to know that the new person's there and they're having a great time? Yes, of course. But that place is no longer mine, you know? So I feel that, um, that other person has to understand that I will always be part of situations and part of whatever the family's planning because my kids are involved. Um, but I don't have to be there, you know, and some women have to be there. Oh, it's my son's birthday. I got to be there. It, you know, so, no, like, get away, drop off your baby, say hello if, because you shared so many years with this person, but. I've seen a lot of situations where the woman or the ex-wife are still attending family functions and Mm -hmm. with the other person there. Yeah, I I, I honestly, okay, you had a healthy breakup or whatnot, but you are no longer part of the family. You know, your children are, and they will be forever, but I feel that you'll always be in their lives because you're their mother, and you will always be in your ex's life because you have to communicate, even when they're adults. I feel that it never ends. When we have kids, our kids are our kids till they're grown, you know. But you had mentioned a word earlier that's used a lot, you know, being in a toxic relationship. And I feel that nowadays a lot of these kids are in very toxic relationships because it's like, oh, you did this to me, I'm going to do this to you. Oh, this is this, and I'm going to do that. And I feel that they don't um, appreciate a good relationship or they don't appreciate what the actual meaning of a relationship is. You had said earlier, it's just very casual. Oh, we're together. Oh, you know, we're together for three months, and now we're roommates, but I have a new boyfriend, and he's dating this girl, and it's like, how? Like, I, 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 till this day, do not understand how that works. Well, yeah, so in that, I think this goes to breakups and after breakup relationships. Um, I have experience there just because my parents divorced when I was in first grade. Mm-hmm. And so they they did their business and made sure we were always okay. That's, that yes. was their agreement, and they honored it. Yeah. And now they don't talk. They never will. They were at my wedding, and they just walked by each other. But 
that's fine. Like, it's not a hatred thing. It's just like your life's over there. My life's over here. We don't need to communicate as much anymore. Um, where was I going? Oh yeah. Uh, so that's part of breakups too. I think the relationship needs to be honored. The agreement needs to be honored even after the fact. So uh, I'm not sure how I feel about it now in retrospect, but like when my ex-wife and I decided to split up for good, uh, it, it it wasn't. Uh, I'm not going to say reasons why and all this stuff, but it it wasn't right, right. great. And right. Uh, so right. I though I I was kind of the provider mainly for the family, mm-hmm. or just me and her. But like I I still wanted to honor the fact that she needs to be at least put on her feet somewhere else. So I I did everything I could to make sure she could get an apartment somewhere. I watched the dogs. We had a dog together. Watched the oh, dog okay. for a while and. Um, I even sent her some money sometimes just to make sure she was straight. Okay, now you're good over there. Now we're done. I'll see you later. And I moved. <laughs> and yeah. I just changed yeah. states. But um, <laughs> that goes to with uh, birthday parties and there's the stepmom involved and all these things. Like, you do have to still honor that agreement. Like, yes. why are you going to be petty? And why are you going to, like, try to hurt someone? Why are yes. we trying to hurt each other? You know what I mean? Yeah. And and I agree with that. You should be like respectful of each other and understand like, oh, I'm the new one here, and I do this. No, like, okay, we have a history together, but you're with this person now. Um, we share kids together. It's a birthday party. Let's be nice to each other. Like, I'm dropping off the babies. There's no competition here because a lot of us women, I feel, um, we let our ego take over in that sense of competition oh well he's doing this with her and he never did this with me he's doing this for and then with men oh she's gonna go over there and just fuck everybody you know it's like i feel like there's just this energy that's just crazy nasty because you said something very important josh we don't honor our agreement or our previous you know, our vowels or what we have spoken about. So, and when we get angry in the heat of the moment, we say and do things just to hurt somebody else, not realizing that it's actually affecting us as well. Mm -hmm. And I feel like we've seen, at least I feel like I have, because our eldest nephew, his mom and our cousin got together very young. They were really young when they had our eldest nephew things didn't work out she would come to family gatherings every now and then not all the time but birthdays like real we think we only celebrated like two or one of my nephew's birthdays with like a combined family and after that it was just kind of like everyone do their own thing because she got a new partner had another child Mm -hmm. with that new partner he moved on had another child with a different partner but she would still come every now and then and not stay for long. She would just come for like maybe a couple hours or sometimes yeah. she would use that as her last stop to come and see her son for the holiday because her son always spent the holidays with us majority of the time. So it was more, I want to be with my kid. You know, she yeah. wasn't there to be with her cousin. She wanted to be with her kid. Right. And my, my grandma loves her. I think that's the only exception that my grandma has when it comes to people can still be friends with your family is her. <laughs> so, um, like, we've seen that, and that was great. But you can, when, you can see that there's a difference, right? There's that respect for the families, but they're both there for their kid. I mm-hmm. think that that can be done. 
sometimes, but it also depends on the individual. So if it's like, for example, your parents, they got divorced and at your wedding, they were just high and that's it. They both went to their own prospective corners Mm -hmm. and uh, wherever it was in the wedding venue Mm -hmm. and socialized with their own people. There's there's certain situations where that's what benefits them. That's what helps them what they're content with great as long as they're respectful and not disrespecting someone but i feel like nowadays a lot of the toxic things that we see is because people don't take the time to court somebody anymore now it's like you've been on three dates we go in together already like Mm -hmm. we just went on three dates like you don't even really really know me I could right. be a, a tree monster in the morning with like eye boogers everywhere, bad coffee breath, and a really bad attitude in the morning, and you don't know that about me because we've only been mm-hmm. on three dates. Three dates, but... you haven't even stayed the night over yet. If it's me, right? <laughs> yeah, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like those are the ones that I feel like have the most toxicity, if that's even the way to put Absolutely. it, because they don't take the time to court. So then when they break up, it's explosive and it's this big dramatic thing, right. which well, right. breakups, I think, technically are dramatic and loud and sometimes mm, very, very, be, very yeah. angry. Oh, yeah. Um, sure can. Yeah, but I'm like, how how long do you court somebody to be able to get to know them and then decide to be in a relationship? Mm. And how long do you try to stay cordial with somebody after the relationship's ended? Cause it's going to okay. be awkward either way. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Um, I, I'm kind of, I think I'm a, a lot like you. Um, I, I, I tried to tend to draw things out. Like I need to find out who you are first. Cause like I said, I'm, I'm looking for the long term thing. So I don't want to yeah. waste my time. So yeah. if I find out that you're, yeah. uh, voting for trump for instance <laughs> like we're just not going to talk it's okay like you go over there i'll go over here it's fine um and that see that's that's an easy breakup right there yeah it is what are you saying? Because i said I'm, I'm voting for bernie sanders <laughs> that's great me too but and, and, and that's just one of my red flags you know what i mean so you gotta check the boxes for all your supposed hypothetical red mm-hmm. flags and then find out what kind of person this is and what they got going on and what they have in mind for the future and stuff like this. And then even then now you're just in the door. That was the audition. Let's, let's find out if we can, you know, do hobbies together or go hiking. What are you like when you're really tired? You know, like I got to find all that stuff yeah. out. Yeah. But see, I've noticed too. I mean, I've been with my husband for almost 27 years, married for 24 now, but my thing is the way I see things now, and I work with a lot of uh, with a lot of kiddos, you know, that range in age. And then I, my boys are teenagers, and I got two little ones. Um, I feel that nowadays people they say that they move too fast. They move like too fast. Oh, you know, we're we've been dating for a month, and we're gonna get married, and we're gonna do this. And people have a lot of like, oh no no. But it's like Maya said. How long do you really court before, you know, you, you understand or you know that this person could be long-term? My perspective is sometimes, I know as stupid as it may sound, sometimes it, it literally only takes one to two dates or conversations with someone for you to kind of know. Because sometimes 
how can I put it? Like Maya said, yeah, you don't know if I'm going to be like this tree monster or whatnot, but some of us develop stuff throughout the years. Do you know what I mean? Because of the relationship that we are in or that we thought we did have. And so we, we don't have these certain traits or things until maybe years later because this other person brings them out of us and we didn't even know they were there. <laughs> so honestly, yeah. I feel that there's no time frame. I feel that you can love somebody or connect with somebody literally instantaneously. Not so much, you know, maybe yeah, love at first sight because a lot of people do fall in love with someone's physical appearance, but it could also be the energy they give you, the way they speak to other people, the way they behave or they act or they do things. And I feel that at least for me, I'm more of an energy person. Like I'll feel your vibe. And if, you know, I, it's, I like you, we can be best friends for the rest of our lives or, you know, or I'm just, I'm going to like you, but at a distance, you know, I, I, my, so with this is my, pers my perspective is my, I don't think you have to court or date someone for a specific amount of time to kind of know, but it's like Josh said, you have like your checklist, you know, we're going to go through this, 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 and that. And then because I'm aiming for the long term. Now, if after a few times we've spoken or hung out, we don't feel this, then it's a no, you know, like, right. Yeah. And like you said, sometimes it, the key just fits all the way in the lock, like not sexually, I'm saying, but like you, you can like look at someone, look at someone in the eyes after. I always go there. <laughs> Well, like it, it goes through. It, it just you can see all the way into someone. Um, you make a certain amount of eye contact and have half a conversation, and you can tell like, oh, oh, so we're gonna go together, right? Like, yeah. it's just one of those things that sometimes, sometimes it does work like that. Yeah, but even then, mm -hmm. hopefully, you're emotionally mature enough to be conscious of the fact that you might be rushing things and blah blah blah. Let's let's try yeah. to keep it slow, even though. I'm pretty yeah. sure I'm in love with you. <laughs> yeah. But see, I also do feel that sexually you do need, I'm not saying you got to try everyone, but if you feel like you have this connection with someone, you should like be intimate sexually because intimacy comes in so many different ways. Hey, let's talk about this. Hey, let's sit down and watch a movie and drink a beer or a glass of wine. That's intimacy as well. But sexually, I honestly feel that after a while, if you feel this connection, you should try it. Because homegirl, let me tell you, if after you've dated for so long, then you marry this person, and then you're going to be like, okay, was that it? <laughs> There's no connection there. Because to me in a relationship, long term, sex is very important. It is very important. It's not the most important thing in the relationship by any means, but it is very important because that also helps you guys connect on a different level. Clara believes in test driving pretty much. <laughs> well, yeah. See, <laughs> I went through high school and stuff being a born again Christian and I was all about virginity until, yeah. or abstinence at least abstinence, until marriage. Yeah. I'm not that way anymore. Like, I'm not saying we got a bone on the first or second day. Right. Like, uh, I I do. I'm I've been known to put that off as long as possible just to make sure because that's when things get weird or that's when yes. things change. Oh. Like yes. no matter what, things are different now that we've had sex. So I try to get as much as I can sometimes before that happens. Mm -hmm. But you have to test drive. What if like what if your man is insecure in bed? 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or yeah. a billion other things that could happen. Yeah. 25 toes. What happens yeah. then? Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. It's true. Yeah. It, it's, 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 that's why I tell you, my, I'm not encouraging you to be like, oh, let me taste this one when I go out. No. But I feel that emotionally you can connect with someone when you go on a date. Like you'll know after like two or three dates if it can go further. And then maybe in the future, whenever you decide you are ready, because it doesn't have to happen right away. Because I feel like connection. You start feeling things right away to me, like you'll, you'll, you're iffy, but then later on, I do feel like you got a test drive. I was, we were brought up Catholic. Oh no, you have to stay a virgin until you get married. Surprise, that didn't work. <laughs> but I'm glad I test drove. I am very glad I test drove. <laughs> no, I. So for me, and then I saw this TikTok that really put it into perspective about like the whole relationships thing. Cause he's mm-hmm. like, if, if we're talking, you're, it's, it's like you're in my cart. We're already going together. I just haven't purchased yet. And I'm like, no, oh, I saw no. something like that. Yeah. You need to check, check out before you get any of, the, of like the actual benefits of being in a relationship for mm-hmm. me. We have to talk mm-hmm. about what are we? It's not just, oh, we've, been talking and we've been dating and we don't even know what we are yet no one's officially said it no like oh, you, geez, you gotta let me know stuff. where you're at like that's how it is now like oh i don't have to tell you you're my girlfriend yeah yeah like no you, right. you gotta tell me if we're in a relationship or not because i'm a lot like josh i'm looking for long term i'm not looking yeah. just for a short-term thing if i was yeah. looking for a short-term thing then yeah sure whatever i can care less but i'm looking for the long haul so mm-hmm. for me, for example, I I dated this guy. Well, I thought I was dating this guy for about like nine months because um, we had been talking and he mentioned on a comment, he said, oh, my girlfriend likes that type of stuff. And I'm like, oh, my God, he called me his girlfriend. And we had already been talking for a while. Mm-hmm. And this was still my early college years. So I was all excited that he talked about me as if I was his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. I get back from college and he's completely gone. Like, no messages, no replies. I invited him to my graduation party. No nothing. I'm like, all right, so this is ghosting. I'm experiencing ghosting now. Instead of, like, an actual breakup, now (laughs) I'm experiencing ghosting. And I reached out, said, hey, like, I thought we had a good connection here. Just for closure, like, what were we? If we were talking for nine months and you said that when I came back from school, we were going to go to movies, we were going to go do certain things, and then you'd completely disappear. Mm -hmm. I really did like you, and then that was it. I'm like, all right, cool. So this is like... Well, at least that happened. Yeah, that's... (laughs) um, I hate that part of early relationships where some people are just so terrified of putting a label on it. So, yeah, if, if we made out more than once, like... We're together. We're, we're together. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. If if you don't want to call me your boyfriend or if you don't want to say that we're in any more than just talking, whatever that means, that's just an excuse for you to lie and feel no guilt about it. You know what I mean? So you're seeing other people. You do or don't tell me you're doing that. You, you, you know, if you're playing the field, that's fine as long as I know. And um, then that yeah, – not putting a label on it means I'm allowed to do whatever I want in those yeah. people's eyes. So yep. that's why he played you. 
unfortunately, mm-hmm. and things yeah. like that have happened to me, and it's it's just an excuse to lie. Yeah. Yeah. And even when you do have a and label, even we, people play you. Yeah. But even like T-Roy said in our last episode, he said that, you know, he doesn't give everyone the title. He hasn't given many women the title. Mm. I do think that that's an excuse to kind of omit information to the other person and for Mm -hmm. you to go and be with multiple people when you don't give Mm -hmm. someone the title. Because how are you supposed to introduce them to your friends? Like if you go out and you'd be like, oh, this is so-and-so. Yeah, by your first name. each other for like a year. Yeah, we've we've been naked together. Yeah. (laughs) I'm telling you, a lot of these women. My naked partner. It's my naked partner. No, a lot of women or young girls now, that's what I'm saying. Like these this generation is so different. You know, their 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 standards, their boundaries, their everything like they're just I don't know. I just feel that their expectations are so unrealistic about being in a relationship. And um so many kids I see now, okay, I'll give you an example. My son, who's 17, he's in a relationship right now, and I feel like this one's a little bit healthier than the one he had when he was in junior high. That was a two-year relationship. It went to his mid-junior high into his uh, sophomore year in high school. Toxic. They had to be on the phone. They had to FaceTime without talking to each other. He just carried his phone around so she can hear and see what he's doing. And a lot of these kids nowadays, a lot of my students, I hear them having these conversations, especially my little sixth graders. And that's what they do. They take their Chromebooks because a lot of them don't have phones, but they take their Chromebooks and they're on the Google Meets and they're just there. They're helping do laundry or doing homework and the kids are just watching, like listening to each other or watching a blank screen. That to me that was so unhealthy and so toxic because what type of life are you really having if you can't just like not I don't know it's I'm so weirded out by the way this generation's seeing a relationship or courting or dating or she's my girlfriend or he's my boyfriend and nowadays. You know what I did notice, though, Josh and my, they passed the boyfriend or the girlfriend around in their little friend group. Oh, Anthony's with so-and-so. Anthony's dating so-and-so. They date for like a month or two, and then, oh, now Anthony is dating, you know. Oh, you're talking about like high school kids and such? They're little kids, sixth graders. Oh, that's nothing. Six yeah, graders are stupid. Like I know, but even no, well, yeah, they are. But I'm saying it's starting so young now that even in the high school, like my son tells me stories about a lot of his, a few of his guy friends that like pass a girl around, and it's like then they're not friends. Like you can't do that. There's a bro code and there's a girl code. Like. You guys don't know about this? Like, you know, like, with girls, too. Like, you don't go with your friend's ex-boyfriend, no matter if you loved him or liked yeah. him before. That's what I'm saying. Like, this generation, I noticed. Yeah. They're off. No, I'm saying this generation, I've noticed that they're just off. Like, they don't 
put any value into anything like it's it's so toxic like they just either they want you 100% of the time at your attention or it's like oh you know what you can be with so and so now or you can be with so and so and it's like there's no there's no feelings really no I don't know they're just weird there's no respect or trust no yeah and I I hate to be the the old guy there and I know we're probably way off topic now right but not really but um but you, you got to give the kids a break. You know, some of them were in quarantine during prom or, you know, mm-hmm. or sixth grade, like you say. Like, And then on top of just having a weird life in general, being born at a weird time, all this uh, content, this media from all angles, no matter what, is getting shoved down these kids' throat. And, you know, the the uh, the uh, algorithm will catch a few of them and just tell them all this relationship advice. That's probably BS or non-applicable mm-hmm. to you. And, mm-hmm. like, that's some – I hate to be the old guy again, but, like, something I really miss about the old days is when yeah. you had to just figure something out. You know, like, yeah. the Internet has no – should have no weight on the way that you carry yourself in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Advice is nice, yeah. but, like mm-hmm. – you got to figure that stuff out for yourself. Mm-hmm. But anyway, that's a yeah. dumb rant. No, no, no. It, and it's true. I mean, but it does have a lot to do with what we're talking about, like healthy breakups and stuff like that, because then you'll know, again, you'll get a perspective as to where that's leading in the relationship. Is it going to be a toxic breakup? Is it going to be a breakup that's healthy? Is it going to be a breakup where they just ghost you and it's like, okay, they didn't even say bye. You know what I mean? Like, I feel that this generation, because, yes, of quarantine, it did affect our kids a lot. But being in education, I do notice that like a lot of my parents are going through divorces right now. Um, they're, it's very toxic. So I, I feel that it's impacting these kids on such um, a mental and emotional level where they're not going to take a relationship seriously. You know, uh, mom got cheated on or mom this or dad has a new girlfriend and a new baby and it's just crazy so again i feel that with breakups it's just really hard because i feel that emotions and egos are too involved in our decisions that sometimes it does it can have either a positive effect or a negative effect depending on where we stand yeah i think for patterns or what people are learning now and that's what we're seeing a lot when it comes to youth this generation is there's a lack of trust and the sometimes the insecurities do kind of take over that's why you have to answer my text right when i text you you didn't answer right away you didn't Mm -hmm. call me back after i called Mm -hmm. you and it's like i could be busy i could be like (laughs) completely busy at work you know trying to make money to be able to support myself financially or i could be with a family member or with a friend i could be doing something where i'm not necessarily being able to access my phone right now and it shouldn't be that big of a deal but there's that lack of trust and that lack of i'm secure with the person who i'm with and i think that 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 transfers over to breakups because Mm -hmm. What's a healthy breakup? I'm scared to have somebody come to my house and I'll be like, by the way, it's not working out. You know, this isn't going to go anywhere. And then what happens if he breaks half my shit? Like, that's just not going to, mm. you yeah. know, you don't know how the other person's going to react. So 
even now we have texting and people will break up through people with others through text. I'm more of like, do I want to call you and just say, look, I'm feeling this kind of way. So that way we can actually have a conversation about it and see if it's even worth fixing. If it's not, then that's when we both kind of can agree, but we're not in the physical proximity of each other. Just in case someone gets a little bit upset, you know, just, I don't know what a healthy breakup would be because typically there is a lot of emotions and you're hurting me. You don't understand. I don't get it. Why are, why are we breaking up? I felt this way. And it's just Mm -hmm. a lot. So for me, a lot of those patterns are learned young. Mm -hmm. I mean, my parents are still together, but I heard about how hard my mom (laughs) made my dad's initial, you know, attempt to try to woo her (laughs) and that they've stayed together, but that's just kind of like, okay, so I, I can use that as an example for what I want for myself. Not exactly the same thing. Cause I mean, we're different times. We no longer have pagers. So it's, it's different, but you just don't know what, what can we consider a healthy breakup and how would it be healthy to even stay friends with somebody when I think I just... there was emotions. I think I sort of had a healthy breakup with my ex-wife, kind of, because, well, like, we had a screaming fight a couple days prior. It was it was a scream fight, mm-hmm. whatever. And then um, a day goes by, maybe, maybe a week goes by, and we just sit down in the morning coffee, and we just start, both start crying. We're like, we're done, right? And yeah, we're done. So we held hands for a minute. We talked about what we're going to do, the escape plan or whatever. I told her that I help her through it. So it was actually, I'd say that's the, the healthiest way. Another way yeah. I did it with a way young girlfriend, like post high school, but that's about like 18 years old. I knocked on her door, gave her flowers, and I said, I don't want a girlfriend, and I left. <laughs> I'm so regretful for that. Drama, but yeah, and like, I'm so confused. Okay, wait, I get a flower and he breaks. Yeah, what do I do with the flowers now? <laughs> no, and you know what, Joshua? So I was, I was going to give that example. Yeah, right. <laughs> this is just basically how it's going to go. But in terms of a uh, healthy oh, breakup, Maya, I was going to bring so that friends. up. That <laughs> that's good. See, <laughs> that's healthy. <laughs> I was going to say the the example Josh gave us earlier about his divorce or separation, to me, that sounded healthy. Maybe what led to it could have been something explosive or toxic. Like you said, no details needed to be said, but something will bring us to that point. But the way you let go of it, that's what makes it healthy, I feel, you know? And so, like he said, he he was still there for her, and he honored the fact that, you know, he helped her get back on her feet and was there for her, even if it was for a temporary emotional level or, hey, you know, I'm going to make sure you got this to buy food or whatever it may be. I feel that that's a healthy breakup Um, when you're still amicable, respectful of each other, and then let each other part ways when you need to, you know, that is a healthy yeah, breakup. And that goes into the, the agreement, like, what are we and stuff like that was my wife. And I want to do what I was supposed to do as a husband and yeah. make sure this is just a clean break and everyone's okay. You know, that's yeah. when you go into a relationship, that's the same talk you should be having, hopefully at the breakup, if it goes okay, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not giving someone the title 
That just means you don't have to answer the phone sometimes. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you ain't got the title yet. Like, okay. It just <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It just means you. Uh, it's not necessarily lying there. You're just ignoring her sometimes, and you don't yes, feel bad. Yeah. <laughs> yes, agreed. They have no shame in their game because they don't feel bad. Yeah. But. I mean, I feel like our consensus overall with these last two episodes is it depends. It's a case-by-case scenario. It can't be – it's not a one-for-all, right? So, yeah. But as long as boundaries are respected and you have to know where your boundaries are, at least that's right. what I'm getting from it. But Josh and I are a lot more similar as to where you don't want to have nothing to do with you anymore. It's just goodbye. <laughs> we move on. He burns bridges. I just close the door. You know? Yeah. Clara is just, <laughs> I'll be here. I'll be here. <laughs> so. Yeah. So, I mean, it's good. I know now that breakup flowers are a thing. Thanks, Josh. I, I was just going to say thanks, Josh, for that. I shall be expecting yeah. some maybe. Yeah. <laughs> now I know not to not to take a breakup without some flowers. Yeah, or some food or something. Food. <laughs> Here's food a sandwich. Flowers. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Would you eat it? I would. <laughs> I don't know. Yes. It would be a sad. First of all, that's hurtful because food is comfort, and now you're telling yeah. me. Well, that's why they're giving you, you the real nice smart one to comfort like... you after the breakup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some barbacoa on a torta, like yes, or a please. Cuban sandwich. Oh, like, no. I would eat the hell out of that. Same. <laughs> like, same. Okay, I'll, I'll accept your your breakup. And then eat it slowly yeah. while I'm crying. Yeah. Bad rom-com. Just As dying. they drive off. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I would. Food, food and flowers are always nice. But I would much rather take the food. <laughs> I don't like the flowers that much. <laughs> I'm a food girl. <laughs> no flowers. What? Or coffee. Watch me see somebody walk towards my house with flowers or with food. And I'm not opening the door. And they're like, why aren't you opening the door? I came over. Nope. I know what this is. I know what you're doing. <laughs> I don't feel yeah. being sad while I eat a torta or being sad while I look at flowers. No. Oh, my gosh. Sorry, guys, if my phone well, keeps vibrating. My kids keep texting me. Okay. <laughs> Damn children. They need to get a life. Okay. <laughs> Anywho. Thanks, Josh, for joining us on this little episode of Breakups Part 2. I know you got to get going soon. Um, But if there's one thing you could give somebody who's dealing with a hard breakup or trying to figure out how to break up with somebody that they're no longer interested in, what advice would you give? Oh, you want to start with me? I would say get moving. You know, I spent a long time being sedentary and sorry for myself for – stuff that wasn't even my fault just go move get out there and work out or it's cliche but it's true like get healthy that's the Mm -hmm. best revenge have a great life Mm -hmm. heading off yeah and uh yeah you you clara that like just move on i mean like just sit in it for a little bit and then just move on because you have to feel the feels, you know, but then just move on and figure out what you want to do next and figure out what you want to do next. Yeah. Okay. And as for me, you guys, I definitely say just try to be the best you that you can be. Don't focus on what you think may have done been done wrong. Yeah. 
just focus on how you can move forward yeah. in the future. And Josh, I know that you said that there's a link tree for Gorb Show, but what do you have coming up that maybe people would be interested in tuning into? Ooh, uh, the Gorp Show is actually about to start a really cool bracket to find out what the best fast food franchise is. And we're going to go into some locals. We're going to talk about uh, different types of tacos, etc. And we're going to do a real deal playoff bracket, and we're going to knock people off. I think the first episode coming soon is going to be burgers, burger joints. Yeah, mm. got it. Thank you. Mm. We'll in definitely look into that. We'll <laughs> <laughs> tune in. Gorp. Yeah. Look at that. Four. Right. Bye, guys. Everyone. Bye. Bye. Have a good one. Very nice meeting you. Bye. Have a good one. Very nice meeting you. You too. Thanks for tuning in, me. Gente. Remember to tell your friends to tell their friends so that way we can be friends. Con todos se puede hablar. Adios. Bendiciones.